Hello, my Pilates lovers. Thank you for tuning in to All Things Pilates. I'm your host, Darian Gold. Each episode, you'll get to hear a new guest share his or her knowledge, insights, and experiences. Together, we explore the ongoing evolution of the Pilates method, as well as its connection to other modalities, such as gyrotonic, yoga, podiatry, and chiropractic. I now present to you the many aspects of this beautiful, complex, and life-affirming discipline. Today, our topic is the reformer, the most enduring and popular Pilates apparatus our genius mentor Joseph Pilates invented. Originally named the Universal Reformer, this piece in the Pilates lineup was first built by the inventor himself and his brother Fred. As the Universal Reformer gained more attention, the demand for it became greater. For another part of this story, last year I had a guest on All Things Pilates who spoke about the origins of the Pilates apparatus, and for those who didn't listen to the show, or to refresh your memory if you did, Romana Krasinowska, one of Joseph Pilates' most devoted pupils, continued his teachings on his apparatus at the New York City's original studio after Mr. Pilates passed away. Then in the late 1960s, a fortuitous meeting with Donald Grotz, a metal installation and furniture company owner, would set in motion the next generation of apparatus, including the reformer. Now, in 2019, there is yet another iteration of the Pilates reformer, this time manufactured by Balanced Body, a leader in the Pilates apparatus industry. My guest today is Anna Caban, who learned Pilates on apparatus made by still another manufacturer. Anna began her career in the Pilates field after she was injured while dancing. Her chiropractor suggested, besides chiropractic adjustments, that Anna try Pilates to rehabilitate her dance injury. So in 1993, she began her Pilates training at a studio in Massachusetts called Your Own Gym. With no idea at the time, the studio belonged to Mary Bowen, another Joseph Pilates disciple. Anna's injury healed, and she became a convert to the Pilates method. She searched out a certification program and learned of Romana Krasinowska's program in New York City. Anna certified with Romana in 1998 and went on to open her own Pilates studio in Miami, Florida, and later opened a studio in Los Angeles, where in addition became the Pilates director for a number of Equinox fitness clubs. Anna is best known for her award-winning bilingual, in Spanish and English, Pilates DVDs, which so far have sold more than 4 million copies. Anna has another skill set. She is a sales marketing executive for the fitness industry and last year joined forces with Balanced Body to help launch their new classical contrology reformer. Calling in from Los Angeles to talk about the reformer is brand ambassador for Balanced Body, Anna Caban. Anna. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for joining us on All Things Pilates. Anna, where did you grow up? So I grew up in New England in a small college town, Amherst, Massachusetts, most notably known for Amherst College, Ivy League School. It's also the home of UMass and Hampshire Colleges. And 
dancing discovered you you discovered dancing at that time (laughs) oh gosh this is so interesting if you know me at all now you'll find this uh, kind of humorous i was painfully shy as a child no when i went that's impossible no 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 listen to this i went to kindergarten you know i must have been five years old and i went to the first day of school and i even remember this i stood behind my father's legs because i was too scared to come out and engage with the other children and meet the teacher So the teacher tried to coax me, come out, come out, it's okay, come play with the other children, and I wouldn't do it. So she said, you know what, I think she should wait a year and start kindergarten next year, because I was one of those younger students at the time. It would have been a younger student in that class. So I stayed home for a year, and I watched the yellow school bus go every day by my window on tippy toe looking out as my brother got picked up for school, and I had to stay home. And so my mother thought, well, hmm, how can we get her to come kind of out of her shell and not be so shy? And I used to twirl around the house. So she said, I'm going to put her in dance. Dance will allow her to move and build up confidence and, you know, mingle with other children. So I started dance. I think I started dance maybe a little bit before then, but it really got into it in my later years. But four years old, five years old, something like that, I started dancing. And that's what allowed me, afforded me, taught me to be comfortable in front of people. Changed my life. (laughs) And to be really comfortable in your skin. Yes, and make it into kindergarten, you know, and feel right. (laughs) What kind of injury did you eventually sustain that led you to the chiropractor? Well, it was a back injury, and I believe that it probably was due to repetitive motion because most of my training was ballet. So you're turning your legs out, you're turning from the hips, you're squeezing your bottom a lot. And so one day I was dancing in New York after college, and I was doing a rehearsal, and I remember all I did was step to the side and touch one leg behind, and the other way, step, touch. And my back seized up, and then I fell to the floor, kind of like a dying cockroach, you know, legs in the air, arms in the air. So I had to stay in bed a couple of days, so I was even able to move enough to go figure out what was going on. So there was some kind of muscle spasm, some impingement, uh, never got exactly the diagnosis of exactly where and what, but... It's just something that I suffered with or contended with for a long time. I traveled around to find ways to relieve the pain. I tried sports medicine, shiatsu, massages, all kinds of things. And eventually I stumbled upon chiropractic and that was the one that really gave me the most relief. And your chiropractor was pretty hip to have suggested (laughs) Pilates, right? I know, right? This was like 1993. And He said, I can keep adjusting you. I think I must have gone once or twice a week. And he said, I can keep adjusting you, but you should do something to hold these adjustments in place. You should try Pilates. And I looked at him like he had two heads. I didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, He said, there's a studio in Northampton, which is a neighboring town to Amherst. Call over there. There's instructors. Someone can train you and find out about it. So I did. And my mother was kind enough to buy me one session a week. That's what she could afford. So I remember on Mondays, I would go to this instructor named Leah Kaufman. I don't know where she is now, but that was her name. It was a very dark studio with dark wood floors on the top of a little shopping marketplace in Northampton called Thorns Market, which I believe is still there today. Uh, The marketplace anyway, I'm not sure about the gym. And so it was a very dimly lit studio with you know a little of everything as far as Pilates equipment goes. That means there were reformers, there was a Cadillac, there were chairs, all these other pieces of apparatus that I'm sure you've talked about on your show. And so my teacher would have me work out on the equipment, but for homework, she would write down exercises that were essentially mat work. And she would draw stick figures because there in 1993, there was no book to be found, no video for sure. And so she drew these stick figures and said, go home and do this stuff the other days, and then I'll see you next Monday. And I remember every time I left that studio, I felt 
fantastic. My back was released. You know, I felt all the space in my spine. And it was just something that stayed with me for years later when I wasn't really dancing anymore, but it was something that I always kind of carried with me, at least in that work. So your passion continues. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And I would credit Pilates for keeping me virtually pain-free. The only time my back really bothers me is if I do something like laborious, like we're painting the house or moving furniture or something that I probably shouldn't do. Then yeah, I might have a cranky back the next day, but I don't consider myself someone with a back problem per se. I don't go to the gym and avoid a class because it might hurt my back. And I used to. I used to really be very cautious about everything. And the timeline from that first lesson and your homework mm -hmm. to learning about Ramana's certification program, how did that come about? Yeah, so I was dancing in New York. I injured myself. You know, I went back to Massachusetts to kind of figure out my back. And I stayed with my parents again. And that's when I started the chiropractic and a part-time job. My undergraduate degree was Spanish, language and culture. So at the time, you didn't need a master's to be a school teacher. You could just take a certain number of psychology and education courses and linguistics, and you could have that title as elementary or secondary school teacher. So I went ahead, and I was already in Massachusetts in where, the, where my parents worked at UMass, where I did my undergrad. And I just started taking the classes that I would be missing in order to be able to have a teaching certificate. So once my back was better, I took the classes. I think I wrapped that up within a year because I had the undergrad already. I moved back to New York City and I taught junior high school in downtown Brooklyn. <laughs> and I never, I did it kind of, you know, as something to fall back on, Darian. It's not like I ever dreamed of being a school teacher, but I certainly had the skill set to do it. So I did that for a while. And then when I moved to Miami, I did it again there. But I thought, I don't really want to do this. I mean, it's okay, but it's, I'm not passionate about it. And I literally was lying on South Beach one day after school. I'd often go to the beach after school and <laughs> hang out before I corrected homework. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've been trained my entire life to move my body as a dancer. I'm a trained educator as a school teacher. Why don't I educate people to move their bodies more soundly with that Pilates thing that I learned? And that's what happened. I met a girl in Miami who was a dancer as well. And she's like, oh, the place to go is New York. You have to find Ramana. She's so close to the source. She's the one you want to study with. And honestly, I didn't really do much more research. I just found Ramana and signed up for that program. When that happened, you spoke fluent Spanish, mm -hmm. and so you were teaching both Spanish and English? The teaching that I did was Spanish. You know, it's a second language. You're in high school, you take Spanish or French or whatever. So I, I taught Spanish to children at different schools at different times from three years old, like three pre-K, we'd call it, through 12th grade. So I taught the whole gamut. And, and there are certain elements of it that are certainly fun. It's a very creative, as a teacher, it's really creative. You can make each class however you want. So that was kind of fun, but it's also, it's a really hard job <laughs> being a school teacher. And I wanted something a little different. I ask you about the Spanish speaking market mm -hmm. with your DVDs. How did you get that idea other than it seemed an obvious fit when you right. became more accomplished and you had your studio in Miami, correct? Yeah, so I had the studio in Miami. It was at a really good time. Timing's everything, as you say, right? So my studio in Miami was from 98 to 2000, then I moved to L.A. But at that time, there were only, honestly, about four people in the city of Miami teaching Pilates. Brent Anderson, Kevin Bowen, myself, and Alba Carter. That was it. I kind of made some noise. I made a press kit for myself. I sent it out to the media. I didn't know what I was doing, but I just took articles from Time Magazine and Vogue Magazine and other articles 
about Pilates and then put my bio and headshot in a folder and sent them off to the media. And people called and came in and interviewed me and put me on TV. And so I got a lot of press. The company now is called Gaim that saw me for video production. They were called Living Arts. It was a catalog back then, a catalog company with a strong yoga presence. They reached out to me and said, we saw you in a magazine. We've been doing yoga for many years, and we'd like to start doing Pilates DVDs as well. Would you talk to us about it? I said, sure. Kind of didn't really think much of it and what was going to happen, but had a conversation with them, sent them that same press kit, which now had my articles in it because I had been featured, so it wasn't time in vogue. I happened to move to California. And when I moved to California, they were based in Venice Beach, and they said, can we take you to lunch and talk more about this? And (laughs) and here we were. Let's make a DVD. Started as one DVD, which became many, many, many. Nice. But they were all in English initially, Darian. They were all in English. And then some point it occurred to us, well, I do speak Spanish. We're kind of missing out on a whole other market. So the first couple videos, they're not in Spanish because I did them live audio. So I was talking as I exercised. I mean, they could have been dubbed later, but it'd really be dubbing, like matching the lips to the, you know, to the voice and a little complicated. But as time went on, because a lot of the shooting was outdoors, we didn't do live audio because planes would go by, trucks would drive by, and we'd have to stop for sound and wait and wait. And you're paying your whole crew there to wait until the plane goes by and then pick up again. So they started doing MOS, which means without sound, without sound. I would just do the exercises and then go to an audio booth afterwards when it was edited and then teach back to the tape as I watched it. So that made it really easy to do a track in English and do a track in Spanish. And I had someone help coach me with the Spanish because it's not my first language. It is something I learned over the years. And we had to come out with some terminology for some Pilates vocab, say it a different way so it made sense in Spanish. But it was definitely a fun endeavor. And then you'd buy one DVD, it would have both tracks on it. You didn't have to buy a Spanish DVD. You just choose track one or track two. Smart. It was very convenient. Let's talk about Balanced Body, your employer. How did you get connected with this company? As you know, in the Pilates field for a long time, and I had been selling Pilates equipment for another large company, but at the time felt it was time for me to make a change. So I just reached out to Balanced Body and inquired if there was anything there. They knew my background. I gave them a little more info on what I was up to and what I enjoyed doing. And they ended up creating a role because they knew they were launching a reformer that was classical, although I did not know this when I went to talk to them. But they knew where they were headed and had a vision and thought that my experience might be a nice match to help them spread the word about this reformer. So it was very timely when I called and worked out really well. I've been there a little over a year. It's really exciting what we're doing. Balanced Body, though, is mostly known as a contemporary Pilates manufacturer, correct? Yes, absolutely. Why do you think, other than the obvious, did they decide to include a classical offering? Well, I'll start first by saying, because I didn't know a lot about Balanced Body before I went over there, my, you know, my perception was it's very contemporary. It's not really the equipment I was trained on. There are a lot of variations, and there's a lot of variety that can be that's available for people on the equipment. But... What I've learned now is that the reason there are all these different sizes of reformers and different footballs and so is because people would come to the owner who would call himself a toolmaker, Ken Endelman, and they'd say, I'd really like a reformer, but I'd like it to do this. I'm a pediatric physical therapist, and I needed to do this for children, so on and so forth. And so they'd create a tool that would work for that person, and if it seemed there was a demand, they'd continue to make it. So they made each of these pieces specifically with someone in mind that asked for it. They just produced a product 
because at the end of the day, they will say, we're toolmakers. That was really interesting. So what happened with this, we're calling it the Jay Grimes reformers, the whole impetus, Jay Grimes being another protege of Joseph Pilates. Jay had been teaching Pilates for many years and had a reformer that we believe was built in the 70s, can't recall the exact date, that he loved and he believes is the way the work should feel. We call it the work, right? The exercises should feel a certain way when you're doing it on an original apparatus. And somehow over time, things have changed. You know, they don't make things like they used to because of advancements in technology or because someone just decided to try something different. There's lots of different reasons. But he really like stood behind the fact that he believed that the work, the integrity of the original work was somewhat lost with any change made. So he wanted a reformer that he felt felt like his and that he could really stand behind and tell his students, I get this one because this feels like the way I train you and you'll like it and you'll enjoy it. And apparently he approached other companies to work with him and either they couldn't or they wouldn't. I'm not sure, but it, it was never the right match. So Kathy Ross Nash, another big Pilates instructor name, introduced Jay to Balanced Body, thinking maybe there was something there. Maybe we could produce what he wanted. And so measurements were taken. Our engineering team went to his house and measured the whole reformer and did various renditions of different things. The foam was looked at a few times, you know, the angle of the foot bar, the straps, everything was done a couple of times to get it just right. But at this point, we have this reformer inspired by Jay Grimes' original reformer, which is 80 inches long. And then we have two more versions, which you can basically make them longer if you'd like to make them longer, 86 or 89 inches, and do custom colors and other things if that interests you. But they have the same feel as his original reformer. And he says that his students that have been with him for 20 years will lie down on his old reformer or this new Jay Grimes model with their eyes closed and can't tell the difference. And he feels really good about having a product that he can put his name on that feels like how he recalls the work. 80 inch and then 86 and 89. Yeah. Balanced Body has the Contrology reformer at those three measurements. So there's three different reformers. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They're available on all three lengths. And the reason being, if you want to add a jump board, as some people like to do jumping things on the reformer, you need more length. So there's the option of 86 or 89 inches. You have room for jumping. Since you have worked on other manufacturers' reformers in the classical industry, uh, most notably Graz Industries, but there's Peak Pilates, Torado, Pilates Designs, a couple of other companies on the horizon, what would you say is the biggest difference? What makes the Contrology Reformer better? So if we're talking about classical, because again, if we're comparing it to something else, it feels so different, right? so far removed from a not classical apparatus. I find that some of the key features on the apparatus are they're really cool to me. I kind of geek out a little bit. So I was mentioning the foam. The foam surface that you're lying on the carriage, it's actually pretty dense not cushy and comfy. Again, we're not going for a massage, we're going for a workout. But the reason that it's dense is because it's actually giving your body more feedback. When you lie down, you can feel, oh, my right rib cage is kind of sinking more into the mat. My left pelvis feels heavy, but the right side's not. So it just kind of talks to you. It really informs the student without the teacher having to necessarily look and tell them what's going on. It gives you this direct feedback that's really fantastic. The coolest thing I like about it is On the surface of the carriage, we call it that matte surface, right in front of the two shoulder blocks, there's a cutout 
of foam. In other words, there's no foam in front of each of the shoulder blocks, and that's by design so that when you're doing an exercise where you're standing there or kneeling there, you get a better stretch, you get a better position. For example, if you're familiar with the elephant, when you stand on the reformer and put your heels right there in front of the shoulder block, you dig your heels in, that really fires up the back of your legs, you lift your toes, which we often cue to lift the toes and dig the heels to do this exercise. But when you stand on this reformer, you almost automatically do that. Again, the reformer sets you up for success and connects you with the whole back side of your body. So it makes the exercise feel really different and really good. You get a great stretch even just standing in the starting position. And that same cutout or magic divot, as we call it, can be used for the heels doing the long back stretch exercise or when you're doing your knee stretches, the ball of the foot's right there. So your sole of your foot can really kind of caress the shoulder block. Again, kind of geeking out here. But these are things to some people, it's like, oh, those are really neat details that can really intensify an exercise or let you connect better to an exercise. Though the shoulder Uh, blocks mm -hmm. are lower, correct? Yeah, they're a little bit shorter and they are contoured. They actually feel really nice on your shoulders, on the arches of your feet, but they are a little bit lower than some of the other manufacturers out there. So perhaps if someone's doing knee stretch series and they have larger feet, their heels won't make contact with anything. Correct. They're probably thinking more about the arch of their foot pushing into the shoulder block. However, on the flip side, if you're doing an exercise like the long spine or you're doing leg circles, you're less apt to bump into those shoulder blocks because they're lower. So you can make a wider range of motion without hitting them. How has the response been from your loyal customers? That's interesting because for for most of our customers, this is very far from what they know, right? I was just this week, um, two days ago, I was in Arizona at one of our Pilates on tour conferences. It's like a roaming conference we have around the world. And that demographic at that conference is actually a rehab conference. So it really is a different group. However, we had the Contrology Reformer there for people to try. And so for some, it was completely eye-opening because they've never been on anything, Grotz, Torado, Pilates Design, none of those. So it really feels quite different. It's a much, at Classical Reformer, it's more of a heavier ride. I want to say, we say muddy or kind of gritty, not as smooth as some other reformers out there. You have to work a little bit harder. The springs assist you to a point, and then it's really up to you to bring the carriage all the way home. And that is a distinction on this reformer as well. So on the Catrology Reformer, the springs are deliberately a little bit long, So when you bring the carriage home, which is what we're lying on or kneeling on, you bring the carriage home, excuse me, you bring the springs home so they close all the way. You can also come one extra inch to bring that carriage a little bit further in. And at that point, the spring's not assisting you. So you can really recruit your center, your powerhouse, your core to bring the carriage a little deeper in. It can make exercises really challenging, again, for those that want that, for those that want that extra, extra work. Did you see that or witness that with this group of people who were not familiar with oh, yeah. the classical they, repertoire? Yeah, because even an exercise like we may call long spine, as I just mentioned, one gal showed it to me. It looks very different than I even do it. I was with another instructor. We kind of talked her through how we do long spine. And it was very challenging, very, very much cha- very challenging on this reformer for her. One, new vocabulary, and two, just a different feeling apparatus. The carriage feels heavier, more work to bring it in. Two reasons why this is such a great piece of equipment, and I really am proud to be a part of it. Well, there's several. One, I feel we've done a real service for Jay Grimes. He loves it. He feels good about it, and that makes us very happy. Number two, his model, the 80-inch model, which is a black reformer, 80 inches long with an aluminum foot bar, no cover on it, just like that with the box and the pole and pads that come with it, 
is in stock and we can ship next day. So that, for someone that's in a hurry, we can definitely assist them. If they want a custom color, if they want 86 or 89 inches, we'll need a few more days to produce it and get out the door, but generally within a week it can be out the door to them. So we really stand behind being quick to deliver and also having amazing customer service at Balanced Body. So if something isn't working for you, we'll make it right. We'll get you the part you need or that we're here to help you throughout your journey. And what about classical Pilates instructors? Their feedback? Yes. A lot of the people I've met with have been students of Jay's, and that's we we introduced it to that group. So they're familiar with how he works and what it feels like, although they still love it. And they've bought these reformers, replacing old ones or adding to their studios. But then we also have a whole other group that didn't necessarily work with Jay, but are classical instructors that are now trying it out. And when we show them the features I mentioned to you, like the long neck springs, which are a little bit longer, the dense foam on the carriage, the magic divot, as we call it, that you can really connect an exercise, and they try certain exercises to feel that, they're like, whoa, what I've heard the most is, I feel like I've been cheating all along. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So now they're up for some real serious work. And I did have a session with someone recently who has two, Jay Grimes, and then two of another company, Classical, and she said that she'll work out in the Jay Grimes, and then when she has to go to the other one, because it's not available, she says uh, she's so much stronger, that is so much easier for her to do. So it could be also the age of the springs have to do a lot, you know, and the age of equipment, how a piece of equipment feels when you're using it and how challenging it is or isn't. But she feels like she's gotten a lot stronger on the Jay Grimes Reformer that then she can parlay onto another piece of equipment. How does someone get a hold of Contrology Reformer? Do they reach out to you? How does that work? They can. If you go directly to Balanced Body, it's the simplest way, but certainly I'm happy to answer questions and probably the most able there. So the website for Balanced Body is very simple. It's Pilates.com. P-I-L-A-T-E-S.com. And right now when you land, Contrology is right there front and center. You can click on it. But ultimately, you can email me as well, and I'm happy to communicate. And it's just Anna, that's A-N-A dot Caban, C-A-B-A-N at Pilates.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for this education on the new Contrology Reformer, Anna. Thank you. Okay. So happy to be here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Take care. One day, everyone will want a Reformer. But until then, keep listening to all things Pilates. And if you have any questions for me, you know you can always reach me at dariangold.com. Please make sure you're taking time for yourself every day if possible. Take slow, deep breaths and empty your mind of all those negative, negative voices. And of course, remember to lift your head, lift your spine, because they will lift your spirit. Have a great week, everyone. 